When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the Wolf and Owl podcast Let me tell you something There's nothing wow. that could Wow, 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 wow I'm not sure if I want to be involved in this You're Johnny Vegas or something Oh, no, do you know what? So Andy Gray emailed in saying, do an impression, a celebrity impression to see if Tom... Well, Andy Gray, the old football commentator. Yeah, he said, he's a... Uh, by the way, Andy, I hope you're doing well over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that Andy Gray would be in your circle of friends. Do an impression of a different celebrity every week. Take a bow, son. Take a bow. That's a, that was a good Andy Gray. Do you like that? That was a good... Well, wait, you should have opened with Andy Gray. I should have done that. Yeah, jo- Johnny Vegas is not fuck- like I love JV. Johnny's one of my fucking. He's a god, but my god, man, like yeah. you need to. Andy Gray opening this podcast is a big deal. You know the I mean, saddest yeah, thing yeah, about all of that. Re- you know the no. saddest thing about is I was trying to do Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> my guy. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is this is so we're both coming from. Um, Garageville today. Yeah, man. Like the new, yeah. New it's wave. a thing where it's like basically where uh, both Tom, both you and I are basically being moved out of our own homes. It happens. Yeah. It happens, man. You know. It's um, hilarious that like Catherine was like, I'll just use the, you can use the garage now for your um, podcast records and sort of like doing your work and stuff. Yeah. Big fan, isn't like, she? She's a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't want it anywhere. Yeah, doesn't I want, don't want it anywhere near my daughter. Doesn't want to hear, doesn't want to even hear the mumblings of it in the background in case it sullies. <laughs> Your daughter's upbringing. And that was fine like a week ago where it was actually really nice weather. But now it's like literally, I don't know what the fucking weather is. It's like minus two or something. Mm. I've literally, and she, she said, oh, look, I've got your heater. Yeah, I've got the room. Yeah, I, I, I've got a heater as well. The problem with those heaters is, is um, and al- you know, already, as we know, energy bills are like fucked. But if you leave that on what, when you leave yeah. by mistake, you basically add a thousand pounds to your to your electricity bill. Mate, the, also the problem is it is essentially it's just like someone with quite bad breath just breathing on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy with quite. quite... <sighs> you warming up? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> That's all right, Tone. Leave it for a second, man. <laughs> no, honestly, I can carry on. I don't mind. No, I like the cold. I like, I'm not Wim off. I'm all right with the cold, folks. <laughs> I'd sooner, I'd sooner they found me like I've just fucking half got up Everest a fucking block of ice that's like out of family guy and stand there having to smell your breath so.
sorry, anyway, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Yeah, I've got right. So I've done um I've done a double curry day, right? I did what does that uh, mean? an ama- I did curry on Friday night, amazing, incredible. Like, and then I when did you next have a curry? Last night, Saturday okay. night. So that's t- we that's had so, a tie. so so no, so we had a, we had a tie, which is we you know what we had right. This is a thing, right? So we've got, and I've talked about it before, and I it's literally my favorite, probably my favorite restaurant on earth, God's green earth, is uh, the, my curry house near me. I've got to say, every time I think like he's like I, I had this okra dish, right? Mm. I did okra and. Uh, Chana Dal mm-hmm. mixed together was unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I stepped it up this week with. Uh, I'm usually a Bombay potatoes. I love, I love. I think. I think curry and potatoes are the two of the best things in the world. I think spicy potatoes. I used to love roasts. Got myself in a little bit of a tis was over on another podcast talking about my joy of potatoes. Mm-hmm. But um, I had. Have you ever had? Is it Jana Jar? Alu Jana Jar? No. Jima Jar. Oh my god! It feels like being, it feels like he's sort of on the flirting with the edges of sounding racist. But go on. Why not? Alu Jami Jal. Is it was it Alu Jami Jal? Alu Alu Ba Ba Ba. No, I'm trying to pronounce it uh, like right. I would if I was in France or any such country. <laughs> um, no, but it was the guy suggested it and my and it was so spicy. Catherine was like, I don't know how you're eating it. But I'm like, this is everything. What, what's your tolerance like for that sort of thing? I can't handle it, but there's a part of me that feels that like I know that. I used to be really good with spicy food, but I feel now that, you know, like a footballer or a, or a boxer or a goal, whatever, mm. a sportsman, basically. Sure. Um, well, look, you know, well done there. That was that was lovely what you did. That feels like you really like making, you're making progress. Making, yeah, making progress. Yeah. I mean, I you, you like... did say all the sports and then shorten it afterwards, but, <laughs> but still, it's a step. I feel like I used to be like a G and now yeah. my, my powers are waning. So like every now and again, I'll, I'll sort of, Say, oh, look, put me on for the last 15 minutes. So I'm going to try something really, really spicy mm. and live to regret it. And then last night we had a, a shop brought Thai thing, like, which was okay, but it's, it's just not the same, is it? Mm. You can tell, you're more like, I can smell the chemical, feel the chemicals inside me from a really fresh, nice curry on Friday to the Thai. I can, you know, it's, yeah, it's not the same. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I get you. I, I actually, um, I, 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 this is not me. This sounds like I'm absolutely going two footed in on what what you've done there. But like sometimes when we've had a run of like it, it happens quite rarely. But say we've had a run of like we've had a tough week, so we do a couple of takeaways on the bounce. Yeah, I, I think we talked about it during lockdown. The this sad state of affairs of when you open the fridge to put your takeaway in and see the leftovers from the previous takeaway in there that you haven't <laughs> dealt with yet. But um. Sometimes you start to enjoy it less. Like, you know, th- th- if, you've, yeah. if you've left it for a bit, I don't mean left it yeah. out. I mean, like, left ordering a takeaway for a bit, and then you do get one. I don't know, man. I, it's just better, isn't it? It's nicer. Um, you know, this is, this is a massive thing to say, and, like, I'm, you know, I'm really considering giving up sugar from Monday to Fridays. Okay, let me tell you something. I don't, I don't want to ever shit on your dreams or stop you from being who you want to be or holding you back in any way. But there's absolutely no fucking way you're going to manage that. Really? I I, <laughs> I tried it once. How long did you go? About a day and a half, I, I, I think. Because what? There's two issues with it, okay? Right, and by me, the way, by the way, I would love you to do this. I would love you to yeah. do this, but it's very hard, right? The two issues are more things break that that fast than you think. Right, because sugars right. and everything. Uh, the other thing is, you will start to get really grumpy, and oh really? Yeah, and I just worry for cat in that situation. Do you know what I mean? It's not just cat as well. You know what I'm realizing is, um, going back to gigging, having a baby, 
and working full time. Yeah. I'm probably like then cutting out sugar might just be the. Well, that, uh, whenever I think about things like this, because I, I, I did, I do, I do want to cut. I have managed to cut down on my sugar intake actually, right? Yeah. Because it is terrible. But yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, like, awful. But 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 cut, cutting it out completely, you almost have to go. I could only do this when I've got a period of time that my beha- my behaviour does not affect anything majorly. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. if I was about to go on tour, I'd never do it because it's it's un- absolutely. Like if you if you, if you're just about to go on holiday, with this, with yeah, this. exactly. You just go. That's <laughs> all right. I've got, I've got I've got work commitments. This is fine. Oh, thanks, Rob. You're taking a massive sugar free shit on all over our Portugal trip. <laughs> I eat sugar so much. Like, my go-to is so, like, so fucking needy. Like, so the other day, uh, shout out my my guy, James DeFond, right? We're in a, we're writing together at the moment. Mm. Well, you know, we work together all the things time, right? Things going well for you. Go, go on. Um, yeah, I just needed to shout out how great things actually yeah, are. Just working um, on your stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, whenever we go, we'll, we'll, like, you know, like, about 11 o'clock, we'll pop out and get a coffee, have a little walk just to sort of, like, get out of the office type thing. Mm. He will like, like I'll always I like, will go away, have a coffee, right? I will always buy like a bun or a cookie or a cake to go with that coffee. <laughs> right? No, it's like I've literally already had breakfast that morning yeah. where I might have had a croissant yeah. to follow a fry up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then like it's like I sort of have to go, Oh, it'd be ridiculous just to have a coffee on its own. I'll just get a really sugary bun. Mm. Like the other day he was like, You didn't really need like I brought this fucking bun. It was like literally just nearly probably half the size of my head, right? Half the size, I don't think it was half the size of your head. No, it was massive, this fucking cinnamon thing, right? right. Cinnamon, was insane. it a cinnamon whirl thing, yeah? It's like a cinnamon whirl, but it's Swedish. It was big, right? right. Say, so like, all right, I'll tell you what, it's the size of my face. Okay, fist. there you go, that's hefty. And, and a bit, yeah. yeah. All right. Right. And it had sugar on the top of it, cinnamon rum. Sounds I mean, amazing. it was fucking amazing, yeah. right? I sat eating it thinking, in an hour and a half, I'm going to be having lunch. <laughs> <laughs> And moaning about it, and, 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 and I imagine leaning back in your chair and going to James, well, fucking hell, what would you have to do to get lunch around here? We, we must be at lunchtime now, must we? We'll have to have afters. Um, an hour and a half before that, I'd eaten breakfast. So, like, I look at it and think, when I say giving up sugar, maybe just being as fucking greedy and disgusting as I am with it. Well, can I tell you, can I tell you a thing that I've been doing, actually? Come on, mate. Uh, which I think is good, is intermittent fasting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason I mention this is because like, apparently what you're doing is what I do as well, right? I, I do that a lot. Where like, um, you, you just, call, like every time you get an opportunity, you eat something, right? Or, or, or whatever. Yeah. And actually what happens is it's a very, it's like a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You, you just feel hungry all the time. Or you, you want to eat something all the time. Yeah. It's intermittent fasting. I wasn't doing it to lose weight. I was just doing it because I read that it is actually good to feel hungry that is you know like like, like you know that to, to get to yourself to a point where you don't eat until you actually feel a proper hunger is a good thing for yeah. you to do because otherwise you're by the way i'm doing this based on what i've half read so, not I, I haven't half read i'm half remembering from what i've read yeah. so um so like apparently like if you um if you eat as frequently as, as you and I tend to, your body is always digesting, basically. Unless, un, yeah. unless you're at, you know, unless, well, I don't know what you do in the middle of the night. I know some people get up and have a little snack midway through. But, um, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, when, when Grace was tiny, I was doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so you, so you fart. <laughs> I don't get up and yeah. walk down there. Some people, mate, I know people. I know people. A bounty and yeah, a fucking. Mate, I know people that do that, mate. Fucking crunch, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I won't know. This it, is what I'm saying. It's quite if you were to do that during the night, yeah, if you were to do that during the night, that would be sound unhealthy, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It'd be a chocolate bar. Yeah. It would be some crisps. Yeah. Although I did used to envy. I never would do it. But you know, sometimes if somebody's a bit depressed, in a film you'll see it, and then they go downstairs, open the fridge, pull out a gatto, oh. and then they start eating. And then and then somebody else walks in and goes, you up to? Oh, man. Yeah. I just... And then they slice them a bit. I love that. I wanted to see something like that in my life, but it's never come up yet. Because if you know if, if Lisa, you, if you absolutely came me for talking about Dawson's Creek and stuff, but this is exactly what happens in there. Right, right. So the thing is, I just thought, can you? I can't even imagine what the look on Lisa's face would be to walk in, <laughs> to be woken up two in the morning. She walks into the kitchen, and I'm sat there eating fucking cake in my underpants. Just, I, I, I don't think she'd be. I don't. Th- I honestly don't. Say th- what her reaction. It would be her reaction would be the same as cats. I knew it. <laughs> it, it, would, lemon. it wouldn't be. What's troubling you? It'd be like, are you f- honestly? Are you serious? <laughs> you just couldn't let it go, could you? <laughs> it's still going to be there tomorrow, you greedy prick. Pull up a pew. You want to chat? No. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't stop thinking about the cake. I wasn't worried about anything. It's just I was just worried about this cake. I was just worried about the cake making it through the night. <laughs> we brought a lemon meringue roulade last week oh for fucking God. 10 people, right? Oh, my and God. And I had three big slices of it mm. watching fucking Dragon's Den or whatever shit yeah. we were watching yeah. and, like, literally just wolfing it back. Hello. And like, Catherine, like, Catherine, uh, Catherine looked at me um, as I got up after my second piece to go and get the third piece of lemon. And she went, are you having another piece? And I was like, we, oh God. I thought we, we, we don't want it to go to rice now, do we? There is actually. Yeah, it lasts for three days after thawing out. Yeah. And also the idea that we don't want it to go to waste. Why is that? Oh. Why is that a worse option than you putting it into your body? I, 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 yeah, because yeah, also we don't want you to go to waste, Tom. Yeah. We don't want, yeah, we don't want you to get type 2 diabetes for the sake of the bin not being a bit more full. Mummy, what happened to Danny? Well, you know, he had a massive coronary. Yeah. He, he, he died. He had a heart attack. He, his blood sugar was so high. But on the flip side of that, uh, we didn't let that lemon, lemon yeah. roulade go to waste. His last words were waste not, want not, as he uh, tucked into his ninth slice of gatto. You know, that's why he always finished my McDonald's. <laughs> Do you know what I also know you would have done as well? Is that when you served that roulade and you saw people eating it, if anybody got a second piece, I could imagine you just sat there. You, you're already thinking about what the leftover yeah. situation is going to be. Yeah, 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 for the next two, yeah. two three do you, days. Do you, do, you mind, do you mind? I really like that rilla. Do you mind if I have another slice? Yeah. You know something that fucking grinds my gears big time? God. Catherine, I love her to death, right? There's one thing that she does. If we have a big dessert, right, like that, mm. and it's a fucking, it's a real, you know, it's a dinner topper, right? Yeah. It's something that's like, we've had an amazing dinner. That's, you know, we have people around, and then Catherine will go, um, Oh, God, look at all that lemon roulade. We won't be able to eat that. Um, does anyone want to take any home with them? I'm like, what the fuck? I know. You'll always get one greedy person. Oh, I should take a couple of yeah. slices, thanks. It's not a fucking takeaway, you prick. <laughs> Go and get your own fucking roulade. All you can picture for the next few days is them just like licking their fingers yeah. as they're sort of like, eating you know. your roulade. <laughs> the, the other thing that Lisa does, which is, I swear she does it on purpose, but Lisa's just not got a sweet tooth or... She's not got. She's just not greedy like I am. She's she's just different makeup, right? Yeah, I told yeah. you before, like if we're having a big lunch, you'll say something like, oh, we, "We won't need dinner after this," and I just get so fucking angry. But um, one of the other things, <laughs> one of the other things she does is um, <laughs> it, 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 on the rare occasions that she tucks into a dessert. If we have a dessert, 
Um, I'll just absolutely smash it away, right? And then she'll sort of eat. And then she'll, I, I honestly believe she does this to make me feel worse. I, I, I'm not, I've never talked to her about it, but I do think she'll stop halfway through. She goes, God, that is, it's just too rich to finish that really, isn't it? It's just too. But she looks around, you're halfway through that for the next yeah, portion. Literally, I'm eyeing her portion. Okay, you, you're going to finish that. It just makes me feel like such a horrible, just, honestly, that's so rich and sweet. That's about as much of that as I could have. Are you trying to fucking, are you, are you taking the fucking piss? No, Is that what you're doing? <laughs> me, and, me and Catherine are both sweet toothers, right? We, we're like facilitators of one another. We're like Renton and Spud from Trainspotting. If one of us is fucking getting back in the game, the other one is. It's like literally like, we'll, we'll literally go, oh, we won't have dessert for a week. And then on a fucking Wednesday, I'll bring home some cake from work and that'll be fucking it. It'll just be like, but, but I, I, I was watching a, I was watching a thing. Um, I can't remember who the guy was. It's so bad, but I was, I was on TikTok and there's this like nutritional advisor and he said, that um, the, the best thing you can possibly do for your longevity is to eat less frequently. As in, he's not even talking about quantity, he's talking about eating, like, you know, this idea of three meals a day is something made up. Do you know what right. I mean? And like, and so I, I, I haven't, I, I did, it, being on, a, on avoidance when we we're filming, it made this slightly tricky. But I have been trying to do this thing of like, trying to stop eating at seven, yeah. before seven in the evening, and then not eating again till like one. Whoa, 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 whoa. So no breakfast the next day? No. Wowzers. Yeah, but once you do that, one, apparently, like, well, what I would say to you is you feel better for it. Like, like really the first couple, yeah, the first couple of days, you I'll be honest with you, you are hungry. But, it, like, you, I think you should, you, it encourages you to drink more, do you know what I mean? Because that takes that away a bit. But what it does is you just don't feel as sluggish. I do think it makes a massive difference, man. And apparently, look, I don't know. I'm telling you what but then, right, Just hit me up then, right? Hit yeah. So when, it, um, when you're uh, like between one and seven, you eat as much as you want. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to eat like, because obviously, you know, we're not fucking. Well, you, you, it, it does sort of force you to eat fewer calories because as gr- even as greedy as we are, you've only got six hours to do Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I don't so, fucking, like, fucking not have breakfast, man. It's hard though, isn't it? Because like, well, you don't have to. You, don't look at it as for the rest of your life. <laughs> Just try it tomorrow. That's I might try it. Do. I might try it. I might try. Anyway, it what are you going to say? No, I just look at it and being like, like I, I've tried to do like, I'll have my last meal at six, and then I'll have the next meal at ten a.m. the next day. That's good though. That's still great. That's yeah. still great. But that fucking one you're doing is fucking barbaric. That is like, yeah. Some full on shit, boy. But when we're on when we're on King Gary, you know when we did the the scene on the bus, yeah, that fucking yeah. five hours on that never bus fucking made the edit, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, the one of the worst fucking things I've ever had to do, like literally in a fucking tweed suit, one of the hottest days of last year. <laughs> anyway, there was a guy on that one of the essays on that, yeah, who was at, I don't know if you remember him. He was fucking ripped, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I remember him, yeah. He told me he only has one meal a day. Thing is, once you get to that point, I bet it's easier. Like, what, do you, what does that mean? Well, look, once you're ripped and you haven't got as much fucking like body to fuel, it's like a Ferrari, isn't it? it doesn't need as much petrol as fucking mm, like a big old not, yeah. fucking juggernaut. Yeah, get the, get the fucking minibus tops up, won't you? <laughs> he's he's like he's. I, I reckon once you've been at the rodeo enough, you're not scared of jumping on the ball. Like, but you know, for yeah. me and you at the moment, we need to. Fucking, I I. I I can't imagine because I find that so there are days when I find that. I mean, listen, I'm not doing it at the moment. I'll probably start again next week. But this, uh, 
not eating, not eating breakfast. It's essentially what I'm doing is not eating breakfast. But like, that feels tough. The idea that I would ever get to a point of only eating one meal a day, and like, Mate, as well, it's I like don't know what so much so, pressure that, is on that meal. Yeah, I would literally be eating like it was. I was on fucking death row. It's what is <laughs> the last dinner before I sit in the chair. Every fucking day. There's a point of me wants to be healthier, right? There's a point of me wants to maybe be be a bit more fucking ripped and a bit more slender. But there's also a point of me that doesn't want to fucking absolutely get to that one meal a day and put that pressure on it. I just think, I well, uh, I, I uh, love uh, eating. I like. The, I, I don't just like eating, as in putting fucking stuffing food in my mouth. I like mm. to sit and eat, like we talked about here. But I like to chat to people, have some food. It's like you know, it's important. It's an important part of life. I think it's like you know. Just have that. I think then it's 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 not you're, you're just fueling something, aren't you? Yes, you are. You no, you're right. I mean, I agree with you. And let me great... just say that guy was ripped, yeah, and he was a nice enough guy. But it, I spent a little bit of time with him, and that was enough. Oh my god! <laughs> and and even that's an exaggeration because we all know that you don't talk to the essays. <laughs> oh shut up! Mate. <laughs> I I love the essays. I've had some of my best conversations with those geez. Yeah, yeah. That's a sort of brag that somebody that thinks he's doing something special by talking to him. You've not done a fucking comic relief video. You took some essays, mate. <laughs> mate. Mate, we all know what you're like, that sliding over. Just sitting, there's one of these guys sitting down and go, look, see, I'm talking to you lot like you're sort of on the same level. Like That's kind of how I am. Like you're human beings. <laughs> I I'll bet you don't lost. get this. This is my parade. <laughs> I don't. I bet you don't get this from the number ones on the call sheet very often. Sitting down amongst you, like we're all on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, Gary? See, remember that. There you go. Only because I bet you've never had your the, name remembered the, before. The title of the show. Um, <laughs> mate, um, I, I've had to go to war with the company this week, Ron. Oh no. Um. You ever heard all, of, before em- you start telling the story, I can t- I'm going to declare it now. I'm on the company side. But go on. Let, let's <laughs> have see you ever heard of Emma's Beds? Emma's Beds. Yeah, I have heard that, but I don't know what it is. It's like, what well, it's it gifts. It's, yeah, it's a it's bed beds, company. Yeah, yeah. I know, but, but yeah, yeah. But uh, like, uh, is, it, uh, is it like a luxury bed company? No, 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 no. no. no so basically, right, um, my parents were coming up to stay with us for, a, um, for like a week and so, like 10 days, basically. And um, we had to get like another bed for the house. Um, so shout out to Tom Skinner, Bosch Beds. Uh, he basically provided, uh, sort me out a mass mattress, like an emergency mattress, like dropped it to my house. Um, like genuinely what a le- legendary guy. I wonder how many times he's had a call d- d- demanding an emergency mattress. I actually think, I think actually he is almost like in a world where if you've ever got guests turning up out of the blue and you need them there, he'd be, mm. I think, like the fifth emergency service. Do you, do you not think the Instagram post was enough in terms of what you're giving him back here? Do you have to do this on the mate, podcast Mate, mate, let well? me say, I weighed him in. He was a fucking... I'm just, no, look, great service, mate. Deserves a great shout. For sure. Emma's Beds, however, was where we, we got the base from, right? Right. So we ordered it for, like, paid extra for it to have, like, the like, next day delivery. Mm. It's still not been delivered. And it's what? three weeks ago. Oh, God, that, that what was unacceptable. Oh, my you God. You sounded like bad. something out of Scooby-Doo. That, oh, my God, that was so <laughs> you just seen that the teacher's a fucking villain. That was that was one of those ones with the direct cut, cut, cut. Could, Ramesh, do you mind? Listen, could you go smaller with that, please? Just a little bit smaller. Just, just dial it in a bit. Oh, my God. What? Anyway, God, so, hold on. So it still hasn't arrived? Still hasn't arrived, right? And this is the kicker. Right. 
And by the way, you can comfortably say this now because all the merch has gone out. Yeah, yeah all the merch has gone out. Do you know, I've actually been holding on to this story for three weeks while I've been waiting for <laughs> fucking merch to be delivered. Because I knew that if I put this out, people would be messaging like going. By the way, to, to the guy who messaged the other day after Romesh and the, we put out that all the merch has been fucking sent out and will be delivered, the aggressive email that you sent at fucking 10 a.m. saying your merch still hadn't been there, and then the one at 10 past 10 saying it had just been delivered. Wait for the fucking postman, you asshole. <laughs> Generally, like, the most aggressive email. Like, where the fuck is it? It's been sent it, and then like, 10 minutes later, oh, it's arrived. <laughs> fucking give us a day, son. Anyway, go on. Sorry. I've been holding Emma's on. Bed. So, look, yeah, but also, I'm like, at some point, Emma's bed is going to come from... They don't even answer... They don't answer emails. They don't answer, like... Like the live chat thing, there's no real contact for them. Mm. Let me say, right, I think it's the biggest hustle ever. I actually, right, I'm going to go on and say, look, I've, I've gone toe-to-toe to with Krispy Kreme. I've gone toe-to-toe with Cyberpunk. I've, you know, all well, of these you've different... gone toe-to-toe with Krispy, Krispy Kreme and lost because you just said Krispy Kreme. But anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, I lost, man. I lost, but big company. And let me say, Krispy Kreme came back. Even Newman came back, right? By the way, can I just stop you there? Newman, we've got to fucking... Yeah, we've got to Can we please do something? uh, one thing that we've said that we're going to do at some point on this podcast? The number of times... We haven't even done a scat episode that we've been promised that we promised. Right, okay. So can we... we, I'm going to... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I need to... I'm going to speak to the swan after this. I'm going to get her to pick... We're going to pick the four guys today. And we're going to email you, all right? Can we film the swan um, doing that? You want to film the swan sat at a laptop? No, just picking the four want? guys and giving her reasons why. Listen, you know, Lisa, if I, I want you to tell me what her response would be if I suggest that to her. Okay, I'll, I'll, I, I I'll want do, you to, I'll I'll do, do let me know. I'll do it let me sketch. know. I imagine it'll be similar to her arriving at the kitchen at 3am to see me with fucking cake around <laughs> the church. Lisa, uh, me and Tom have been talking on the old podcast, uh, yeah. and we were just saying uh, whether uh, you actually wanted to pick the blokes from Newman who are going to have the Newman treatment. And, uh, yeah, and, and what we were thinking is, well, we could feel, fuck off. I'll pick them, <laughs> but you're not filming it. Fuck off. All right, no me. Yeah. Is any of that ghetto left? Yeah, I feel like you've gone pretty harsh in how well, Lisa would behave. <laughs> <laughs> by, was- the way, by the way, be- people that came to the shows, when we mentioned the swan, oh. uh, you gave a big cheer. She was so, Lisa's very, she doesn't like attention. She was so delighted to hear that she got a nice response. Yeah, rightly so. Thank you, guys. Rightly so. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. So, 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 what's the deal with Emma's bed? No, so, mate, so it's still you out there. So the bed is out in the ether. It's somewhere, somewhere, right? Mm. Still waiting for it to be delivered or fucking get a refund. Emma's beds are literally now like uh, ghosting them, ghosting me. They're like literally just like yeah, like like they haven't even sent out a bed. What I'm saying is this, right? If they want a war, I'll give them one. Mm. Like they are honestly. How, like, how much are we talking? A lot of money here. I'm talking like three hundred pounds. Yeah, that is a lot. That 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 is. Uh, you, know, you can't let that. That's an annoying amount of money. Because yeah, like yeah. if it was if it was not loads, because uh, I had a similar thing where not similar to this, but it did arrive. But I ordered something off a website. I basically ordered. Reggie's been getting out of his room right. It, like in the night he's able to get out of his room so we right. we wanted to what, put like, like is, a, is it, what's he got like a room room or has he got like a no just where the washing machine yeah, and stuff yeah, is his yeah. bed's in there or whatever so he just like chills out in there and that's where he sleeps at night and we shut the door on him anyway we bought like a puppy gate like a wooden lisa wanted a nice puppy gate she didn't yeah, want some like so i looked and found one and basically it was really smart the way they'd done it they sent me 
what essentially did meet the requirement, you know, it did meet the description of what they said it was and it did look like the photo, but I just can't explain it. It was just like, you know, when people, you know, when people put up photos of like a dress that they, oh. how it looked on, yeah, yeah, how it yeah, looked yeah. on ASOS and how it actually looks on them. That's what I felt like it was with this puppy gate. It was like, it arrived and I thought, fucking, I mean, it sh- Lisa started laughing when I put it up because it's like, even the dog was like, you think that's going to hold me? <laughs> you really think that's going to keep me in a room? And and so like, but I had to, I just took it on the chin because it was like 40 quid. And I thought, I know for a fact, they're never going to respond to me. Nah. Like, j- j- there's no fucking way. That's basically a thing where they go, people order this, it arrives, it's shit. They're never going to do anything about it. That's the business. Whole fucking, that's there's the a business. whole fucking cottage industry, which is this basically. And it's, yeah. and it's fucking social media and Instagram's fault. Where they turn around and go, yeah, it's 25 quid to 50 quid or whatever and go, like, actually, for the like, by the time you go to the post office, you've got to pay for them fucking to send it back. People are just going to go, oh, fuck it. Oh, it's, you know, it's just too much. And then, yeah. and also, oh, the refund will take, like, 10 years to come back to you because of that, how our fucking accountancy firm works. Yeah. Honestly, it's dog shit. I mean, we could say this now because we're fucking, we've got a merch company, hopefully, doing great things. And uh, yeah. oh, look, look, let me just also say, we could do this because we've t- put our toe into into the, this world and it's not easy when it's just fucking three of you doing it yeah it's, and we had like, well two i'd say two whoa, 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 whoa. Um, i was dealing in the complaints department let me tell you that is true that, that is true that's no, true. i'd actually, much I, rather be packaging stuff up than getting the abuse i was getting would you would you <laughs> no because i know what you'd have done right you'd have got like you'd have got, had some bloke go yeah fucking oh where's my fucking hoodie mate and you'd have gone oh god i'll leave that one for when it's sent out <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I've read some of your replies because I see you in. Thankfully, thanks for doing that. <laughs> but, um, uh, I've got to say, I thought you, um, I thought you, had, you handled it really well. It's a lovely turn of phrase you've got. Well, yeah, yeah, I try my hardest to sort of, yeah, just put sort of something out there. I, and also, like, there was a part of me at one point was going, like, yeah, as soon as bloody Rom gets his ass again. <laughs> oh, lo- mate, if you'd have fucking, you could have easily <laughs> thrown me under the bus there. Yeah, but I'm not that kind of guy, you know. Much as we Josh, we're in this. We together. got fucked over though on that. I've got not fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, we, did, you know? we did. We did. We, we were victims. We, we were, were victims. victims. Yeah, like, like we can be the company that was meant to send us stuff never sent us. Like half the sizes didn't come. They yeah, were like fucking yeah. the wrong things that we'd ordered. They lost shit. It was yeah. mad. So everyone can rest assured there's an actual company dealing with this shit now. Yeah, and um, you can tell that we, uh, you can tell that we feel all right about it because Tom was telling us about Emma's beds, and we now descend into another series of <laughs> pathetic apologies. Emma's beds, though, I don't apologize. There's not. There's, there's no Tom Davis. Well, have, have, they got, have, they have, got to, have they tagged? Have you tagged him in an Instagram? I have tagged him in Instagram. Yeah, with a fucking revolving shit. Any response to that? Nothing. I, I just don't think they care. But why don't you start? Um, you need to start firebombing their Instagram page. How do you do that? You just like start. They, like they must be if they've got an Instagram page, they must be doing posts about their products and stuff. Oh, what? So I hit up their fucking posts. Just start comment. Just start commenting. <laughs> This is, I love this vibe of Rom. Well, no, I'm I saying. Love, mate, I love this. <laughs> I was half expecting you, right, to go, hey, 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 come on, mate. He's up. He's up a little. I love the fucking, you need to firebomb those fuckers. You need to fucking take him down. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington movie. I mean, the, the only thing I'm slightly worried about is if they're experiencing the same thing that we experience and they're just victims in all this. But it's yeah, just, I look, suspect they're not. Let me say, let me say, they're not victims. They're out there, and there's a lot of influencers here as well with fucking been shouting their mouth off saying what great beds they are. See, like, yeah, and, and let me say, I put that post up. I got a lot of posts back saying that they're in this, people are in a certain position. 
I'd love look, look I, I did a thing the other day, right? And I felt slightly um just on the subject of influencers. Yeah. So Flo, yeah, uh Shout blessed agent and friend, she sent me like a little birthday hamper yeah. a while ago, right? And in that birthday hamper was loads of stuff I like. I, I think I talked about this as truffle crisps or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in amongst it was this hot sauce called truff, right? Yeah. And it's black truffle hot sauce. Oof. Okay. And um, I just posted that it was... I, I am happy to post about shit that's good, right? Yeah. Like, like, I am happy to do that. And I did post up about it. I then looked at the price. It's 20 quid a bottle, right? Wow. I felt... And listen, I felt like a bit guilty that I hadn't... Because I didn't know how much it was before I posted that. But I, I, I sort of think you, um, you have to go... I realise that this is insanely expensive. Because one of my mates messaged me going, is that what you're recommending now? Fucking hot sauce and that. It is, it, so I just want to just say, for, for sake of clarity, I realise that's an insane amount of money to pay for hot sauce. That's but it is yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, right? And also it was a gift, but you weren't gifted. Yeah. I mean, that's also yeah. true. So someone had paid that money for you, you know? Yes, correct, correct. Yeah, so if you can convince somebody to get it for you as a present, I would Yeah, yeah. If maybe, that. like, this is something you could do, is just get, like, a rich friend who sort of, you know, spends ultimately, like, 20 to 70 pounds on your birthday presents, stroke Christmas presents, and then you can be like, yo, you know, I'd really like some of this. I'd love somebody to be my sugar daddy or sugar mama, yeah. Would you like a sugar daddy? Um... I'd love to see you with a sugar daddy. What sort of things do you have to do for the sugar daddy then? In this? I've got a picture in my head of you now. <laughs> like like Anna Nicole Smith, God rest her soul, oh, with that old guy that she used to be married to. Yeah. <laughs> you just sitting on the knee of like a rich old rich old Tory. Yeah. Brushing his hair. <laughs> like talking all sexy. Oh, it'd be nice if you could get Romney some of that truffle sauce he likes. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a cheese toaster yesterday. It was ever so dry. And I think to myself, you don't want to make this go down nice. I think, well, I, yes, I think if you're nice to like Uncle Norman, Uncle Norman will be nice to you, Romney. <laughs> No, but I don't want to. <laughs> and when I say special sauce, I know what you're going to do. I don't mean that special sauce. I want the truff. Why don't you brush my hair? Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> A really grim version of Pretty Woman. Oh, the thing is, as we were doing that, I felt like I'd done it. Do you know what I mean? It, was like, it gave me that sort of, it gave me that sort of icky feeling that I'd done that. Icky, I love the word icky. But in all seriousness, influencers, man, it's a, it's a dangerous... I, I'd love to know if anybody's actually influenced. Yeah, I would, actually. Like they, they, it, 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 must, it, must, um, it must work because, yeah, yeah. because people continue to do it. Do you know what I mean? So it yeah. must make a difference. But it's like, like some of these things. Like when, they've got, when they hashtag ad, do you not immediately go, well, fuck, I, I can ignore this then. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you, you have to hashtag ad, and quite rightly so. 
But when they do that, I just think, well, I mean, like, I don't believe anything you're saying now. Because I, I know was, I'll, I'll put that. stuff up on the basis of like, it's, I've not been paid to do it, and it's not an ad, but it's like, yeah. And even if you were paid, you don't, you just don't do the hashtag, do you? No, you just, no, 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 because no, it makes no. it more realistic. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all yeah, about realism. <laughs> but if 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 they're saying that I think's cool, or I think's nice, as you know, as you well know, I will shout it from the rooftops. Because mm. I also believe when it's a small business, like you know, for example, uh, perhaps. Golf clothing, I think, uh, incredible for uh, for uh, the larger man for wearing around the golf golf course. They're incredible, mm-hmm. lovely, lovely yeah. bits of kit, not too expensive. Uh, and I'm just how shouting. Are you, them. How are you managing? How are you managing to play golf uh, with the daughter of Grace's age? I just, I just love to. know. I have an sense. incredible wife. Uh, <laughs> you really do, don't you? No, it's more that I have. Uh, we, 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 when Grace was born, we decided, like you know, of a weekend or like if I'm working from home. Uh, Catherine has her things that she'll do with her friends and I have mine and then you, you know, then I'll look Very up. healthy system. My my question to you is, is, is uh, are you doing a full round of golf? No, 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 nine holes, nine holes, mate. Okay, fine, all right. I'm, I'm not at the 18 stage yet. <laughs> okay, no, I'm four out, four or five hours. I mean, um, that's what I mean, but that's, that's one of the main, that's one of the main reasons I haven't ever been able to do it. It's just like finding four, but you don't have to do, you can do, do nine, nine holes. holes, man. Nine holes is two hours. It's an hour and a half, two hours. Nice, yeah. nice little coffee. That's legitimate, isn't it? Yeah. I've to the gym, yeah. so. And also, it's like, I don't really do anything, like, apart from work, that's all I, you know, mm. that's my social life now. I've, I've been going to the gym quite a lot recently. And two things. Well, no, this is the one thing I've never, I can't master, is how long to recover between sets. I know this is quite boring, but like, I, like, I go to the gym, I do a set, you know, start off, do a set. And then you're supposed to wait, what, like 50 seconds or something like that? Yeah, a minute between 30 and 30 seconds yeah. a minute, I, right? find that unbear- I find that unbearable that wait. I, I just sort of sitting there. I sort of think I'm supposed to be at the fucking gym and I'm just sitting here looking at my phone. You, what you should, don't look at your phone, number one. You've made the biggest okay. error you could ever make. Look at yourself in the mirror, right? No, thank you. <laughs> like, I mean, what the fuck do you think I'd want to do that for? No, look at yourself in the mirror and go, you're doing this. You're doing this, Rom. Mm. Take yourself in. You're getting better. Aren't you making me into the sort of people that you and I would take the piss out of? Yes. <laughs> no, you just, usually you, you should be so fucked from the set you've just done. Right. You should you be. Have, you, you can't even lift your phone. Yeah, no, so you should just be sitting there recovering, recovering your strength. Mm, okay. You know what I'm starting um, is F45 this week. Mate, uh, this is mad. I, look, I don't know what the fuck's going on in life, right? But I swear to God, this happens to me a lot. And I think, and I don't know if it's because you notice it or whatever. As soon as something gets mentioned once, then suddenly everybody's... T- I mean, that's how trends work, yeah. isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. But I'd never heard of F45 before Friday night. And then uh, and then a mate of mine went, have you heard about F45? He started raving about it to me. Yeah, I'm going... He's thinking, I think he's thinking about opening one up, actually. But yeah, I'm thinking about hitting the franchise up. It's fucking good, man. So go on, what is F45? So it's essentially, it's like CrossFit, but for normal people rather than fucking revved up dickheads. Like right. CrossFit is, yeah, great, but that is for the likes of us, it's too much. CrossFit is, and it's a bit culty. It's, you know, F45 is, it's for, it's for an average Joe like me or you who wants to get in shape. Uh, I popped along, had a little induction. Did you? Loved the vibe. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start. Was there one near you? Uh, no, 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 in town. I'm going to start twice a week. It's going to be my vibe now, yeah. Yeah. So it's 45 minutes of high-intensity shit, yeah? Yeah, yeah. High, like, yeah, 45 minutes push. And then what I'll try to do is just do, with my guy Stan, I'll do the heavy lifting a couple of days a week. Okay. And, uh, yeah. 
Because you know what? It's, it's trying to, you know, we live been, we like we we live busy lives, don't we? You just want to. I think forty five minutes, then you, you know, boom, boom, you're out. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You remembered the sales pitch they gave you. Cool. <laughs> um, no, we should do it together one time. Yeah, I used to, I used to do that with a bloke I used to work with. We in our lunch breaks, we'd go to the gym. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy it? It, it, uh, it just is something I just sort of think when you're working in an office and I didn't really enjoy the job what yeah. you want is to be able to look forward to your lunch break yeah. and then when you know that you're going to go to the gym and smash it out on the treadmill I just yeah, sort of yeah. think I don't really it wasn't for me it wasn't for me you know but but the difference is he's absolutely ripped now and uh, I'm talking to you 20 years later about my ongoing battle with uh, our trying to get fit. So. I have the problem that I, I'm like a trend hunter. I'll jump on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get that from you. Yeah, very, and very I'll jump strong. on the basis of something's really cool. So I'll jump onto it. And yeah, six months down, yeah. I'm like, oh, and I still look like a puddle. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've not, you, you know, because like a few months ago, we were desperate to get this fucking uh, all in one gym thing. We've, I've you, barely thought about it. If you it. genuinely look behind me, you can see all of the different hobbies that I've picked up that I have now left. They get further and further to the back of the room. Yeah, it's an ongoing battle, guys. I feel like I feel like we've mentioned a lot of companies there. Is that bad? No, 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 no. Like it's like we're fucking corporate. It's like a corporate podcast. I did. Yeah, um, we're not. We're not getting paid for any of this shit. So I did. I did Adam Carolla's podcast. Do you know Adam Carolla? I don't know. Um, American comic. His podcast is fucking huge in America, right? right. And he used to present that. Um, do you remember there's that show in MTV where they'd give advice? It's a bit like the Wolf and Al, but 20 years ago, and actually when it was an original idea. Um, but it was him and like a psychologist or right. a doctor or something. Anyway, I'm getting into too much detail. I when I was in America promoting Just Another Immigrant, I did his podcast. Right. And they had so many sponsors, like so many sponsors and ads because they were so massive. But like, you'd have a conversation and then like two minutes in, he'd go, okay, hold on a sec. Um, so, uh, do you ever uh, find yourself looking for a, a place for a meeting and you can't find where you're going and the sat nav on your phone? Is it, and you just start doing that right in the middle of your chat. And then he'd come back to you and start chatting. It was like that all the time, the whole way through it. Wow. And they must, like, they were in an amazing building. The whole setup was like a TV studio. They must have been absolutely coining it on this podcast, man. So I guess it was whatever they were doing was working. But it felt like so. Because yes. it like, also I was going at it. This is 2018. Going there from the UK. where We're so behind them in terms of like the commercialization of podcasts and stuff like that. It just felt mad. I couldn't well, hopefully believe. Hopefully we catch up, right? Then we, oh, I'd love, to, I'd love to be like going, should we go to the emails? And by the way, the emails today are sponsored by <laughs> Mentos. Do you ever find yourself uh, lacking in breath freshness or whatever? I'd love that. Uh. Speaking of which, shall we uh, head on, let's mosey delve, on over to the delve, emails? Let's just delve in. Uh, which are today brought to you by Truff. The no, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, thank you to, once again to my wonderful wife, the Swan, for um, choosing the emails. Uh, okay. This one comes from... Oh, well, he says right at the beginning, I'd like to be kept anonymous. All right. Uh, I want to ask some advice on a difficult situation in a minute and see if you had any advice for me. For the last two months, I've been in an amazing relationship with my lovely GF. I couldn't be happier, and she's helped me with the, my terrible anxiety and making me feel better about myself. But previously, I was seeing a girl who had a really negative effect on me and got me stuck in a depressive rut. The problem I've got is I met them in the same place, and they've got a pure hatred for each other even before I was in the picture. 
Recently, the previous girl has been trying to get back in contact with me, asking my friends about me and regularly calling, texting and trying to affect me and my new GF. Shit hit the fan when she's called me when I was with my now GF while we were sat watching TV. Obviously, my GF is not... uh, He loves the term GF, doesn't he? Yeah, no, he's not said that. I've just put it. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm joking. Is it? Uh, obviously, my GF was not happy about this. Uh, do I deal with this head on and tell the previous girl that it's none of her business and leave us be or just ignore and see if she gets bored? Any advice would be much appreciated. You guys keep doing what you're doing when I'm feeling at worst with anxiety. I'll stick the headphones on and listen to the new episode of The Wolf for now. Well, thank you very much to you, Anonymous. Uh, Tom, do you want to roll in with a little bit? Do you want to roll in with a bit of advice? <laughs> Yeah, Tyson. Um, uh, I, it's a tough one, this, because I'd sort of been inclined just to sort of, I don't know, there's a part of me that thinks just leave it and let let it die out. But also, I've never been in a situation when anyone really ever wants me back. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a I used of... to cry whenever I used to hear the Jackson 5 song, because nobody <laughs> ever said it to me. So, so, so I listened to Eric Clapton. Find it hard to believe. <laughs> Never, <laughs> I love his um, I look, yeah. If it is getting to the point that it's affecting your new relationship, my brother, um, and you're finding that um, is not doing your 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 you or your GF any any good, and it's it's, it's affecting your mental health because I think it must be there's a worry to that. I think you kind of have to reach out head on and and to say, look, this is I, I've moved on. Um, you know, as hard as that may be for you and, and as like, you know, but this, I'm very, I'm in a happy place right now. Um, are you okay just to sort of step back and leave, leave us alone? I think it's, um, I think it's very difficult if you're, um, you know, trying to move forward with anything in the past is, you know, knocking on the door and, uh, you know, raising its, 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 its gnarly head. And uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that, you know, dealing with that past in whatever measure you can is, is, is worth doing. Um, so, uh, yeah, give her a shout. So, yo, um, yeah, just stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to come up with something a little bit more. Oh my God. What, ha- what the fuck happened to you there? What's I don't know. On? It's almost like sort of a mini sort of like breakdown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just actually just thought about him just, yeah. But yeah, get in touch. So, yo, hold back. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's difficult. I, I don't know whether you're still seeing this person or not. Like, are you in a, like, cause if they, if you're at the same place, if that was work, then this is very difficult because you're going to see this girl regularly. But if you're not, I, uh, look, two things, I think one, what Tom said is right. I think you need to, you know, you need to say, come on, mate, our relationship's over and I'd appreciate it. I, I th- and I th- you don't have to say that in an angry way. I think you say it in a very matter of fact and polite way and see how she responds. The other thing I would say is, um, with regards to your current girlfriend, I, you know, it's not really your fault if, if this girl's calling you, do you know what I mean? And I, and I think I would chat to her about what she thinks you should do about it and, and, and sort of, you know, figure out a strategy together maybe because um, you get in a call when you're with your girlfriend. I mean, I, I think if that happened... Look, I'm not saying my relationship's perfect. And if Lisa ever was to do a podcast, I'd dread to think what she'd say about me and the relationship. But um, I sort of think, you know, if you trust each other, that that shouldn't be a thing that you should get into trouble for, this girl calling you. So um, I think, you know, work out a plan together to, to, to see what you should do about this. And be and as always, be absolutely honest and open about your, with your girlfriend about how much she's calling you, what you think she's doing, blah, blah, blah. So that there's no extra worry because for her, she might be thinking this person I hate that my boyfriend used to go out with 
is now contacting him. So there's an insecurity there or or whatever. And I think you need to manage that and, and, and be uh, understanding of that as well. So there you go. That's my advice. I sort of felt like I meandered through that, contradicting myself quite a bit. But good luck with it, man. I hope it goes all right. Okay, next email. Shout out. Uh, this comes from the Tabby Cat. Uh, it says, uh, hi, chaps. Love the pod. Long time listener. Uh, first time writing in. I'm a 39-year-old man who recently lost his cat. I've had the cat for nine years since he was a kitten. Uh, the wonderfully named Paolo Di Canio. Oh, no, sorry, not Paolo Di Canio. Paolo Di Catio, wow. after my footballing hero. Now, he's gone missing before, and it's totally out of character, and has always come home after a little ramble around the street. The cat is like my best mate, so losing him has really affected me, and I'm struggling to concentrate on anything else other than my little pal. We have posters up everywhere, and leafleted the fuck out of every house within a one-mile radius, yet still no sign. I'm a full-grown man, yet I'm not ashamed to admit I'd been an emotional wreck recently as a result. Uh, I'm basically like a teenager upset about their first love dumping them. The kids are taking it well, but I'm not coping. Am I being too sensitive? After all, it's only a cat, right? Uh, brackets, it's not. He's part of the family. Secondly, if either of you, uh, how do you think I should deal with that? Tom, the curse was brilliant. Loved it. Romesh, your live show was worth the two-year wait. Wonderful stuff. Keep up the good work. Love the tabby cat. Um, well, um, yeah, t- talking from personal experience myself, man. Um, so, yeah, we, we've, like, one of the things that we've sort of, you know, and sh- we've struggled with, with and that's been quite hard for myself and Catherine in the last um, sort of few months is that sort of uh, since since Landis was attacked uh, last year, um, he sort of, yeah, he sort of, he, he basically sort of went downhill quite quickly from there um, in a mental sort of, his mental state, um, the sort of yeah, signs. He just sort of showed sort of quite a lot of worrying signs um, of like little bits of sort of aggression, but also um, he just wasn't quite himself. Um, and uh, we really tried to sort of like work out what what was wrong with him and try to sort of. I think we sort of pretended almost that he was fine and things were fine with him, but actually, you know, once Grace was born, uh, there was a couple of incidents where he. Um, yeah, he sort of showed quite worrying behaviour. So um, we had him we had him looked at and um, checked out, and um, sort of found out that he sort of had uh, like um, like a sort of like a like a brain tumour kind of thing, and and that um, the attack had sort of brought on quite a lot, you know, sort of almost sort of accelerated sort of a downward spiral actually. So sat quite sadly, um, you know, and I, I wasn't really going to talk about this, but I do get a lot of messages about him and people sending you know, pictures of drawn of him and uh, it can be quite hard to sort of look at. But um, so we had to have him put down um, because, yeah, he was just wasn't in a very good place. And um, we sort of did everything we could before we had to to do that, really. But, um, yeah, it was the only thing that um, for him and for us that we, we, we could do because, yeah. So, um, so yeah, man, I, I completely, you know, Landis was like, you know, and, and you know, have it, we'd had him for nine years. We'd had him since he was, you know, he was a puppy and, and it was, um, he wasn't very much a part of our family in, in, in the time when me and Catherine couldn't or weren't able to have children in a time that, you know, we, we sort of had, sort of had this picture perfect life in our heads that, you know, once Grace was born, we'd sort of, it'd be the four of us and um, that wasn't to be. Um, and, you know, Catherine's really, really struggled with it. Um, we both have, but, you know, for me, I think, you know, I, I try to think about um, the happy times, you know, the amazing times we had with him. So I don't ever think that, you know, it's just a cat because I think, you know, 
you can they can become a very they can become a crutch. You know, I think like when we moved up here and and I didn't really know anyone and that was you know Landis me going out with him and and you know, walks with him and to the pub with him and writing that was a massive part of my life. And um, during lockdown, when I was trying to keep my head together and you know those walks that we go on the three of us were were massive parts of of, of you know, keeping me sane. So you know, pets are an amazing things, and you know, there's not. Will never probably be a day that goes by that I don't really think of him, but um, it's uh, yeah, I think about the happy times, but also yeah, nothing lasts forever, and um, yeah, you have to try and yeah, you just have to try, I guess, and be happy. But um, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, that's I wasn't going to talk about this today, but um, it feels it feels good to have mentioned it. But, um, yeah. So my thoughts are with you, man. I I, I get where you are. Um. <sighs> Uh, I know how hard you've uh, you look. Obviously, I know how hard you found it. So, some for you to talk about that. It's um, it's an amazing thing, man. But um, look, uh, I what I would say is the the truth is is I think that um, you should allow yourself to deal with it, however you deal with it. Do you know what I mean? I I I, I don't. I'm not a. Uh, I I I would I would never advocate pushing your feelings down or like not allowing yourself to wallow in that. And, you know, if your kids are taking it well, that's great. If you're not coping, you are actually coping by, you know, just be sad about it. You know, if you, you, you allow yourself to feel that and I deal think, with yeah, it. Man, you to... Exactly what, yeah, well, quite about it. You know, I, I'm not going to, I've cried a lot. We both have yeah. about it, you know. And, and I think that is, that is all part of the process. Um, I think you should, you should not be hard on yourself and you should not, um, stop yourself from expressing that in any way. Do you know what I mean? And, and and if that means you're upset and you're a bit down and you're crying and uh, you're sad about it, that's totally fine, man. It's In fact, it's actually a healthy part of it. Do you know what I mean? So uh, please do not... I feel for you a bit that you feel bad about feeling like that. Do you know what I mean? So just don't. Just don't, man. It, it, deal with it however you have to deal with it. Um, I feel bad about feeling bad, man. And, and uh, genuinely, like... I, I, like I say, we've both cried about it. Even as silly as it sounds, like we had food last night and it was wasn't very good. And like you think of like, usually he'd just be sitting there eating the rest of the rice or whatever, and giving him prawn crackers. And that's like, yeah. But like I say, you have to you have to make sometimes the memories that make you feel sad happy because they were good times. Mm. You should never lose that. Uh, good luck, man. I hope it all goes all right. right. And uh, love you, Tom. Love you, brother. Uh, okay. Hello, uh, Ron. Wow. So that's it. Ron and Tom. Ron. Um, Ron. Yeah. I, 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 I've got to be honest, I've just sort of, as I've said that, quickly scan this email. I'm not sure what we're going to be able to say to this. But... Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what. I mean, it, it, I'll, I'm just, not sure. just, just to say, uh, on the legs of this email, they kind of had to pick up the show a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is. This is. I. I'm not sure why Lisa thought we'd... Anyway, look, I'll read it and we'll... Uh, Hi, Ron and Tom. I've had to email him because I've been surviving cycling up numerous Spanish hills by listening to your early episodes. Never before I've been able to get to the top of a hill without swearing, but your comforting tones have seen me through. (laughs) My husband and I are recently married and cycling through Spain is a kind of honeymoon. We didn't plan a single day and have reached a point where we don't know where to go next. (laughs) Do you have any recommendations? Wow. Or do you have... Do you have any advice for making the honeymoon particularly special, albeit a year later than expected due to COVID? Kindest regards. Um, 
I think this is pretty much the most special honeymoon I've ever heard of, right? Like defeating mountains, slaying personal bests. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, absolutely. Do you know what, Tom? I know for a fact that if Kat had suggested this as a honeymoon for you, you would have absolutely been fucking buzzing. No, I, I'd have uh, done the first day and then we'd have been going to a fucking hotel, right? I was, yeah, or a hospital. <laughs> these two people are fucking smashing through. Like, this, is an, this is an incredible thing to do. Because, like, what you're doing is you're... You're just steadfast in that marriage and making sure that you're like, you're a double act, right? You're a fucking pair. You're out there like, I don't know, the only cyclist I can think of is Lance Armstrong. Um, uh, but Bradley Wiggins would probably be a better person to use this as Yeah, <laughs> definitely would have done, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're out there slaying stuff as a team. And that's what a marriage is. It is best. Mm. It's a team, you know? yeah. It's a duo. Yeah. Whether you're yeah. smashing up mountains or you are overcoming mental mountains, that is very important. Uh, as to where to go, Man, I challenge yourself even further. I'd just look at your husband straight in the eye and go, let's fucking go to the Alps or the Pyrenees and fucking smash up these mountains even more and just take on the biggest mountains that we can. And I think, you know what? I think next time you email in, you'd have done it. Yeah. You're we'll be getting an email from a member of their family saying they were found halfway up Everest <laughs> after being given some fucking terrible advice to try and ride up it. <laughs> Rob Skew, what have you got for them, baby? Um, look, I, I'm going to be honest. With you. Uh, obviously, you're a well-suited couple because the idea of cycling up Spanish hills, I can't even fucking begin to imagine wanting to do that. So well done to you for doing that. That is why, I mean, obviously, you're, you're a well-suited couple. Have you thought about stopping? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, maybe like doing like a little luxury like a luxury couple of nights somewhere. You, you've earned it. You've burnt a lot of calories. What you're saying is hitting up Porto Benus or Torremolinos and just fucking kicking at the shoes and going for a dance. That's what I think. I wow. think just absolutely smash it up and do something. Sweet Maybe things. do something a bit luxe, get a bit party, get some nice food down. Sweet things and mountain wings, baby. Yeah, absolutely Sweet right. Sweet things and mountain wings. You're doing a lot of poetic summaries. Uh, that, yeah, I really I like that. I, re- I really liked your don't feel bad about feeling bad. Oh, man. I have these little that. things. What was it? What was it? I've already forgotten the thing you just said. So anyway, look, good luck with that. Um, congratulations, by the way. Yeah, we hold you both dear. We hold you both dear. I still need to take Lisa on honeymoon. Have you not taken on one? No. Oh, my God. Been on honeymoon. Oh, oh, you know what, guys? Send in suggestions uh, for where you think Rob and Lisa could go on honeymoon. <laughs> the owl and the swan. Oh, we could video the whole thing. What, the honeymoon? Yeah, the film the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and then we could just play the audio into the podcast, yeah? <laughs> What are you doing? I'm trying to be sexy. <laughs> and Lisa, this is something I should have done to you a couple of nights after the wedding. We're going to do it now. What have you got a whole big gatto? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I need to, I need to, I need to, I feel sorry for Lee. Like, like, I need to, we need to. You should home. do it. You should do it. Yeah. I'll tell you I what, me and Catherine will look after the boys. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I, I love you too much to put that on you. I love those boys, but they're a fucking handful, mate. Uh, the, the idea that we would be able to enjoy our honeymoon knowing that the three boys are <laughs> fucking looked after by you. <laughs> Me and Catherine had a baby. Yeah, just come. Oh, God, I can't even remember. Anyway, uh, yeah, we will go on honeymoon. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Keep on doing you. Keep on smashing. Keep on slaying. You got this. Okay, this will be, this will be our last email. This is a bit of a heroic one, actually. Wow. I think, although I've already sort of led you on the advice here. Uh, Dear Wolf, Al, Swan and Cat, this is from The Pig. 
Tomorrow, I'll be donating my kidney to a stranger. It's a low-risk procedure. It will have no negative impacts for me, other than I'll be laid up in bed for a few days. Looking forward to listening to the Wolf and our back catalogue to keep me entertained while I recover. I just hope I can keep my laughter in check so I don't break my stitches. The reason for my email is that last... The way I read that was like he was saying it sarcastically. Um, the reason for my email is that last year, when I was still weighing up the possibility of kidney donation, I told my dad, with whom I have a friendly relationship, although we see each other only once or twice per year, his reaction was very unsupportive. He tried to convince me not to go ahead, and the interaction left me feeling quite upset. Since then, I've been anxious about telling anyone in case I get a similar reaction. So I'll go into the theatre with only my partner and mum, both of whom have been concerned for my well-being, but wonderfully supportive, in the know. My question is, how do you think you'd respond if someone close to you, such as your partner or your kids when they've grown up, told you they were considering donating a kidney to a stranger? Cheers, the pig. Well, the pig, um, if someone told me that, my God, I would just, I think I'd well up, I'd get all fucking groovy and gravy, and I'd just mm. take their mm. hand. I'd probably mm. kiss their, the, the opposite of the palm. I can't remember, the forehand. The back? Um, yeah, <laughs> backhand. Forehand? <laughs> Um, probably kiss the volley <laughs> the fuck are you talking about i'd hold them dear and i'd hold them tight and i'd say yeah <laughs> you just inspired me i probably actually even now i'm like romesh was reading your uh email i was thinking actually maybe i should donate a kidney if i don't know if anyone wants a sort of squalid fat old st- stinky kidney yeah. um, actually um look look romesh thank you for for the <laughs> offer of the kidney we have actually found it will make their condition worse <laughs> so we, 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 we're gonna leave it if that's all right man um Listen, the, what I will say is um, generationally, uh, sometimes I think, you know, we found this a little bit when we were going through the surrogacy. Um, I, I think sometimes people, I think, you know, whether it's the media or it's whether like sort of people like in their heads think things are sometimes worse than they actually are or more difficult or more scary than they actually are. That's just human nature. People, when they haven't read about things, uh, can make them a bit of a demon you know, thing and, 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 you know, your, your dad's probably just, you probably just worried about you and, and, and like, yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful thing, man, because, um, you know, it means he cares, but, um, and, and right with your missus and, and your mother, but, um, I think it shouldn't, that shouldn't be taken away from what an incredible thing you are doing and, and what, uh, you know, selfless human being you seem to be. Um, I think, uh, yeah, and that they'll come around to it. And at some point what's going to be beautiful and, and amazing and, and what's happened with us anyway is, is that, once you're through the woods and, and you're out into the sun, everyone realizes what an incredible thing's been done. And uh, yeah, man, I think you're. Um, yeah, it, it might it might not it might not be a week or two after after you've gone through this procedure, but at some point, your old man's going to put his hand on your back and go, you know what, you want hell of a pig. I don't know your name. I'd have said it otherwise, but yeah. Um, yeah, I totally listen. Um, look, the truth is, is that is it, it's, as Tom said, it's a generational thing. There are some people. There's some older generation or certain people that just feel the idea of doing something like that for a stranger is a weird thing to do that you, you know, that's something you do for friends or family and you don't, you don't do it for somebody you don't know. And we need to get rid of that. You know, like that, that attitude is, is, is not helpful. I think, you know, you, the, 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 the fact that you're doing this, it's a wonderful and amazing thing you're doing. And like, what an incredible thing to know you've done. Do you know what I mean? It's just such a, a wonderful, lovely thing you've done for somebody and sort of facilitating them living a, a normal life. I think it's fucking amazing what, you've, what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? And so, the, you know, in answer to your actual question, if my partner or my kids tell me they were considering donating that, you know, obviously, similar to your partner and your mum, you, you go, well, I hope we do this safe, you know, safely and I hope it all goes fine and I'd, I'd have that concern. But I'd be completely 
supportive of them doing that, I'd like to think, because I just think it's such an amazing thing to do. And I'd be really proud of them. And, and, but I just don't think, you know, don't be too harsh on your dad. Where that's coming from, I think, is, is worry. He's worried about you going into surgery for somebody you don't know, basically. It's not coming from a bad place. So, and I think the main thing is you know how amazing you are. Yeah. That should be said. So, look, try not to be upset about that. He just doesn't get it. But don't let that change the fact or change your attitude towards the fact that you're doing something incredible. So, well done for doing that, man. We're very, very just impressed and happy for you. Um, so, uh, I wish I hadn't said that in a sigh like that as if I didn't mean it, but I do mean it. So, uh, well done, man. Uh, thank you very much for your emails. Uh, Tom. Yo. My G. You ready, babe? I'm ready, babe. Okay, yo. There was an eagle and a pigeon, and they were hanging out together quite a lot and flying around and, you know, just, just hanging, really, just, like, getting to know each other and shit. Um, but the pigeon noticed that every time, like, the rains came or it got stormy weather or the snow would come, the eagle would disappear. You know, he'd just fly out of sight. And the pigeon was left in the rain uh, and, uh, you know, having to navigate through quite stormy winds and such. One day the pigeon turned to uh, the eagle and said, yeah, bro, um, whenever the weather gets harsh and when the weather gets strong, uh, you seem to just disappear. And the eagle is like, yeah, every time the weather gets tough, you know what I do? I make for the clouds and I fly above the clouds because above the clouds, there is no bad weather it's kind of just ambient and it's nice all the time and the pigeon's like oh wow that shit sounds good yo and next time it starts raining the eagle takes the flight and the pigeon you know huffs and puffs and gives it all he's got but he makes it above the clouds and then they just fly they fly together above the clouds and it is ambient and uh for about a couple of months uh, every time the rains or the storms come or the snow comes the pigeon follows the eagle above the clouds and they just fly and then the pigeon turns to the eagle and says, this shit is boring, yo. This shit is boring. Because the truth of the matter in life is you can't always fly above the clouds. Sometimes, bro, the rains and the snows and the winds, however hard they, they be and however they mix with your fucking wings and make you wet and make you cold and, and kick the shit out of you, they make shit interesting. And you know what? You may be big with those lovely wings and that beautiful beak and everybody raves about how cool you are, but you ain't able to navigate through all these different climates. You always just fly above the clouds. Life is always going to give you bad weather. Embrace it. Fly through it because it will make you stronger, yo. Um, what, a, what a lovely, sort of slightly unclear message from that. Thank you so much. That was... <laughs> I don't know what it means. That was really lovely. Yeah, we all had to fly for the rain sometimes. That was really lovely. And uh, Tom, again, I just want to say thanks for sharing that story, man. I mean, obviously, oh, I know that you've been going through it, but um, I didn't know. Thank if you for your support and being a friend. I don't say it often enough, but thank you, man. Um, love you, mate. Love you, uh, mate. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace out. My guy. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas.
Thank you.